Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that explores themes of personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our coterie of ambitious vampires fights to carve out their turf in a fictional Appalachia dominated by ancient monsters. This is Ben playing Tommaso, the angry, angry Putinesca. This is Josh playing... Cassius Sanders, Clear Visions, the charming clairvoyant, Toreador. This is Russell playing Gordon, the cautious Lasombra. I am Nick, and I play Jason, the Banhu Akeen. And I am Mike, and I will be your storyteller this evening. To set the scene, so we open up in Rosetta's SUV. Rosetta's SUV is a late model, well-appointed luxury vehicle. Very richly appointed soft leather Flawless black exterior, and dominating the entire scene is the form of Rosetta herself. She is in the driver's seat, her arms wrapped tight about her, her face sweating, her eyes rolling, leaning back, and alternating and shouting, Not worthy, not worthy, not worthy. Tommaso opened the back door. He was the first to enter the SUV. What do you wish to do? Uh... Any of you ever seen her do this before? Because this is kind of freaking me out. What the hell is this? No, I can't say I have. Uh, she's your employee. Have you seen her do this before? Yeah, old man, get up here. Look at this. Not worthy. Not worthy. Rosetta, darling, are, are you okay? How's it going? Not worthy. Uh, you you don't look so... Uh, Not worthy. I think that you're worthy, but, um, w- l- let me just take a look at you, and I'll, I'll walk up to her. Okay. So, do you open the driver's side door? Uh, Rosetta, would you please open the door for me? There is no response from Rosetta to this, though the spacing of the not worthies is getting more regular, and they're getting softer. It's fine, I'll open a door, even though I haven't done it for myself in about ten years, but... It's fine, I'll dirty myself for this, and I'll open the door. You open the door, Rosetta's body immediately slumps directly towards Clear Visions. She sprawls out onto the concrete of the road, out front of the faint public house. (laughs) I almost got dirt on my slacks. Um... Rosetta, come on. This is a joke, isn't it? Son of a bitch, and I run over and I start picking her up. Like, did you at least try to catch it? This is ridiculous. We're gonna make a scene out here. She's probably just... I've seen Terrence do this. We'll be fine. I want to look around and see. Is there anyone watching us? Give me a wits plus awareness. As Tommaso lifts her up, she is not entirely cooperative. She is not a ragdoll. Her limbs are snapping and jerking at seemingly at random. She is not cooperative, though she is not actively resisting either. She seems like she's just not in control. Two successes. Two successes. I rolled three. Three. On three successes, a crowd has not gathered yet, but this situation could very quickly turn into one where with Clear Vision's face attached to it, this is a hell of a scandal. Get the the back door open. I want to get her back in the car. Get the back door open. 
Oh, yes. Uh, we should probably get her out of here. Um, yeah, yeah, real insightful. Yeah, old man Gan. Yeah. She got a little, uh, you know, uh, she's sniffing put, something. Put your yap no. and just get in the damn car. Okay, I'll get in the passenger Wonderful. seat. I get in the driver's seat. Yeah. I'll open it for myself. Damn straight. I'm in the. I'm getting in the back with her, obviously. So you toss Rosetta in the back seat. So we have Rosetta, Jason, and Tommaso seated in the back. Yeah. We have. Did we see um, when we crossed? Nothing really happened with Rosetta, right? Like when she was crossed, we weren't with. She wasn't with us. Oh, duh. She yeah. was ahead with the crew. Well, never mind then. Yeah. Yep. Good question, though. What are you rolling for? This is, is for this, drive. Oh, you know you do it? Uh, yep. So I need... Oh, no. This is your... Uh, it is wits plus technology. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> to start the car. This is the Lasombra's Bane, and I will enforce it because Lasombra are very strong. It's two successes. Two successes. Your, your Bane severity is only one. That's enough. As we've seen before, the car is reluctant to start. We see a few... Calm sparks fly out. We smell a little bit of melted plastic as the SUV that Rosetta is so proud of reluctantly lets Clear Visions handle it. It's an emergency. That's and by Clear, Clear Visions, Vision. you of course mean Gordon. Okay. Gordon I, is a I, real I chameleon. Yes, my baby. I'm going to drive this car. <laughs> 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 and I'll stroke the dashboard. Okay, let's let's go. Chop chop. Wait, what else do I have to do? <laughs> As Rosetta's SUV reluctantly comes to life for Gordon. All right, well, where the fuck are we taking her? We're driving so well, it's like I'm doing it myself. <laughs> I, love I mean, her. what do we think is wrong with her? Where are you taking her? She probably should go to a hospital. Uh, right? No, no. I mean, we could take her to. To the Got church. This isn't a Terrence situation, yeah, I, okay? Uh, hey, remember, she's a ghoul, okay? She's like what I used to be. We don't want to take her to anywhere where she's going to get treated. That would not yeah, be Yeah, I think we're just going to head to the church. Yeah, that's the yeah. church. You yeah. know somebody I feel there? uncomfortable yeah. with that. But if you... Actually, yeah, we should probably go to your contact, yeah, right? Yeah, we knock out two birds with one stone. Sure, yeah. let's roll. Yeah, one one of these birds is much sizable than the other right now. Uh, we're not talking that. about that big bird over there. Hey, Tommy, can you just like drop some blood in her mouth? Maybe she's going feral. Um, no, that's not how that works. Yeah, so two successes okay. on my drive check to just two successes on drive. Um, I actually was not going to ask you to roll for this because you're just driving across town, but we don't yeah, attract we don't. attention. Gordon's a fantastic yeah. driver. You cross Jamestown. The faint public house where you began is in the oldest part of Jamestown proper. You begin on narrow streets that are covered in cobblestones, twisting and winding across, not laid out in a comfortable grid. And you drive fairly far towards the outskirts in the direction of Vortex Industries to the Church of the Blessed Hope of the Resurrection. As you arrive, you see that the church, the lights are dimmed, it looks like it's empty at this time of night. Uh, you sure he's here? Yeah, he lives here. And I get out of the car and walk up to the door and start knocking on it. You knock on the door. There is not an answer. I want to try the door. The handle is unlocked. I pop it open and say, quickly, let's get her in. Um, maybe I should stay here and you see if like we can bring her around back or something. Just to be safe. Never know who's watching. Okay. I'm going to walk in then. Yes, I'll, I'll follow. 
as Gordon steps in, I need you to roll just your humanity tracker plus one. Sorry, I need you to roll your willpower pool plus one third of your including humanity. Including hunger dice? Including hunger dice. As Gordon steps into the church, he feels suddenly, possibly for the first time since becoming a kindred, repelled, <clears throat> repelled by something. There is an artifact that is emanating true faith within the bounds of this church. Hate it when that happens. Uh, that's two successes. Two successes. Gordon, you take two points of superficial willpower damage. If you wish to push on, you can choose not to take the damage and turn back. Yeah, no, fuck this. I'm going to push on. Gordon pushes onward. Again, the sense of unbelonging and unwelcomeness strengthens as Gordon penetrates into the heart of this church. It seems to be emanating from the altar itself. As Gordon enters, he is surrounded by the traditional wooden pews of a Catholic church. Tall vaulted ceilings, stained glass, letting in a small amount of light. A hanging crucifix with the body crucified upon it. And a wooden altar at the center. Off to the side, there does appear to be a door leading back to the vestiary. And so I only see the, see the door to the vestiary. I don't see any other doors. There are probably other doors here. What are you looking um, for? I'm looking for the door that's most likely to be his living quarters off here. Gordon gathers that in a church like this, the vestiary is probably connected to the okay, priest's quarters. Okay, I'm going to go to those. Gordon passes through, passes through the vestiary, beyond the robes and clerical garb that are favored by the clergy of this facility, and arrives at a heavy oaken door. Going to knock on it. You knock on it. A voice answers. It sounds tired. Who's there? Um, it's Gordon. There's a long pause for a moment. Gordon hears the sound of shuffling feet and cloth moving. The door clicks open, and Gordon is greeted by the very tired face of Father Paulson. Hair is trimmed back, short shaved close to the skull. His hair has largely left the top of his head. He has donned a black robe about himself that is not clergy garments, but it's obviously his sleeping attire. He is barefoot. He steps forward. Gordon? Father? I was told to expect you. Yeah, um, yes, I, we, we need to sit down and talk about that. But first, I have a young lady who, something appears off with her. And obviously, given our line of work, we can't take her to the hospital. Bring her in. Through the front? Or do you have another entrance? He looks at you for a long moment and says, there's a freight entrance to the basement. Perfect. Um, and while I go and direct them to come that way, can you remove whatever is up on the altar? He looks with a... You see an eyebrow raise, and he looks somewhat surprised by that for a moment. There is... A relic, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Is this what you feel? It is. This repels you. Can we... I mean, obviously it doesn't do that good of a job at repelling me, but just need to remove it. I don't want to cause further harm to this young lady. I'll do my best. He steps past you and towards the altar, and you can hear him shuffling about, and you hear him pulling drawers open. He removes a tattered cloth package and walks away with it. Thank you. 
Uh, I'm going to go back out and tell Tommaso and Clear Visions uh, about the and Jason about the basement entrance. So, so Clear, you do you have any idea what she's talking about here? Like, not worthy, not worthy of what? Not worthy of many things. Um, that's sort of probably why I'm having to work with her to make her worthy to you know be a full one of one of the kindred. That's my guess. Fate but uh, I don't know. That just I don't know. I'm just a little distracted. I don't really like this place. Do we really have to go in? Well, why why do you think I sent him in? I don't want to go in there either. Oh, Circle around it. I won't make you roll again. I mean, that once tonight. I assume you left it running. Am I right? Sure, sure, yeah, whatever. We need to go take her down to the basement. Oh, good. What's the deal? There's a freight elevator up. Who is driving the SUV around? I guess me. Okay, perfect. So we're headed around back. You step back out, re-enter the SUV. Yes. Driver, pull us around. <laughs> you know, he can walk. That'd be sure. fine with me. Yes, he can. In fact, I think we need him to I'm walk. A crippled veteran. <laughs> I, I think we need him to walk because this ground looks a little soft. We I mean, might get stuck there. It oh. looks a little soft, like Tommy. <laughs> the fuck did you just say? I think it looks more soft, like your flaccid dick. But let's get her inside. That thing hasn't worked in years. Let's roll. <laughs> I'll make sure something else doesn't work if you keep that mouth up. Let's go. The ground, in fact, is not soft. Uh, there is a sharp drop-off leading to a blacktop driveway that is difficult to spot. Much like my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon pulls the car down the hillside following the drive to the garage, the back entrance. Father Paulson has thrown the freight entrance wide open. You pull Rosetta's SUV into this garage what do you do all right i'll i'll carry her in i i would also love to help carry her in and by that i mean i'm going to just place my hand gently on her back and say it's okay we'll get you we'll get you in mm-hmm. they, hey wh- wh- watch it you're not helping that much okay i got this i always take care of my subservience tommy yeah 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 S- subservience mm-hmm. huh okay as rosetta drew closer and closer to the interior of the church you noticed that her voice became softer and softer until it just settled to a murmur. As Tommaso stretches out to grab her, she returns, places her hands on Tommaso's palms, and tries to force them apart and keep him off of her. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, girly, this isn't happening right now. No. Give me a roll of strength plus brawl. I like this one. She seems unbelievably strong she is a fairly young woman not particularly large and muscular but her grip is like cold iron against Tommaso's flesh oh dang something's really gotten into her this is actually kind of interesting here hold on a sec boys she ain't overpowering me Tommaso can feel Rosetta forcing him off of her and shoving him back. Gordon, I'm so proud of her. Look at her. She's about to mess up Tommy. <laughs> okay, three successes. Three successes total. It is astonishing to see this. Rosetta pulls Tommaso's hands apart, pulls him beside her, sprawling him out within the SUV, 
and pushes past him, even pausing to slam the door up against his shin. She turns around and she makes a dash for the exit. The fuck is this? Stop her. Okay, I was making a joke. That was not serious about it. I'm going to reach out and touch her. Okay, what are you doing? I'm first going to arouse the blood to see if I get hungrier. I'm going to cast... <laughs> Old person <laughs> harm. <laughs> I don't get hungrier. And I activate... <laughs> touch of oblivion. Oh, boy. Or sho- what the it's fuck? Called touch of, or it's called shocking grasp. Get it right. <laughs> well, you're very similar because it does turn to my prey like an electric current. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> That was a total guess. Uh, So the effect is to physically wither the target area. I'm going to try and just grab onto her legs. I mean, are you causing permanent damage here? Trying to get her that Dumbledore claw. (laughs) (laughs) Strength plus brawl if the victim is trying to avoid. Yes, she is trying to avoid, though. Tommaso has already acted against her, so she loses a die from her pool to defend against this. That's two successes. Gordon stretches out, reaches for Rosetta... And Rosetta, with an unbelievable quickness, snaps out of the way. Whatever is animating her at this point, it has given her physical abilities far beyond something that a human would normally possess. That even a ghoul, a well, well fed ghoul with a lot of blood potency, would possess. Okay, that's fine. I look at her and I say, Okay, Rosetta, it's time to get serious. Sit down right now. Uh, your dice pool is obviously going to be charisma plus leadership, right? That sounds good to me. And I'm I'm going to activate all as well. I think that's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's six successes. I think that that is enough that Rosetta hesitates for an instant. If someone can physically stop her, this is probably your last opportunity to do so. With her turned around, I physically look at her. She is a prepared. She is not a mortal. That's fine. I don't get hungrier. And I... Activate Mesmerize. All right. So for Mesmerize, she resists that with her, I think, res- Intelligence Resolve. And for me, it's Manipulation Domination. Russell, I think you meant Color Spray. <laughs> <laughs> That's six successes. So the, the complex command I'm issuing to her is you will sh- sit down, quit fighting Tommaso, and you will go with him upstairs quietly and no fuss. As Rosetta's eyes meet with Gordon's, for a moment you can see she is struggling trying to pull herself away, but she can't. But it is with an unwilling and unkind voice that she says, for now. All right, so now Tommaso's untangled himself from the door. That son of a bitch. All right, you got her? Good. Good job. Okay. That's what I call a force of personality. Damn straight. Good job, Gordon. Now, Rosetta, be a good girl and walk up with Tommaso. Nope, she don't need the walk up. I got this. And I just pick her up and I sling her over my shoulder. I'm not being gentle anymore. I'm pissed. She does not resist this. Mesmerized as she is, you do hear a grumbling as Tommaso slings her over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me, this is for your own good. We're going to get you fixed up, okay? okay. Then, we, then we got some things to talk about. Be careful with her. That she's, shirt caused a fortune. She's fine. Okay. You carry her over, I assume, towards Father Paulson. Hey, what's up? Father Paulson looks and says, is this possession? Has she... We don't know. Hell if I know. That's why we came here. 
Yeah. Hi, Clear Visions, TV's, TV's most famous him. medium. Uh, this really isn't my forte, but I thought it'd be something that you might well, know. It's exactly your forte, you old man. I'm You're a, a medium. Yeah, you speak to spirits. I speak to spirits, but this girl's got the devil in her, am I right? <laughs> Father Paulson looks extremely conflicted. You can see he looks at Clear Visions and he has something that he wants to say, but he turns back to Gordon, who he's supposed to be taking instructions from, and says... I may be able to help. That's good to hear. It may take some time. That's fine, Father. How much time are we talking? A few days or... Ah, shit. Okay, so I think the better question then is, Father, do you have a secure location to put her? This is coming out of her salary. I could lock her away. Um, Show us. She seems very strong. Are you sure that she couldn't? Yeah, tell me about it. She's incredibly strong. That's why we want to see where you're going to lock our way at, so we can make sure it's secure. Exactly. Make sure you're safe. Make sure she is safe. You know, just make sure she don't hurt herself. The best that we can offer is an empty room for traveling clergy. Perhaps the door barred and barricaded. That's what we're going to have to try. I don't know if we can take her anywhere else right now. Do you have any chains or, at the very least, rope? We have rope. We have some chains that are used for construction and steel cable that is used for hanging. Oh, perfect. We will take that steel cable and some of the rope and um, make sure she doesn't move. Now, Father, do you need her? Do you need her conscious while you do this? Or is it just something you can just passively be there? You see Father Paulson blesses himself. (coughs) uh, Yes. I, I look away from him. Just speaking to my good ear. We shouldn't harm her. That's any... not what I'm saying at all. I'm just, you know, I'm just wondering if it'll work during the day. I have no specific instructions regarding her consciousness, but I think whatever being is inhabiting her will render her conscious or unconscious as suits it until we overwhelm it. All right, we need to draw uh-huh. the curtains down there, too. Please show us the way, and uh, if you'll tell my friend here where the steel cable is and rope, he can go grab it real fast. Are you sure you don't want me... Yeah, I got it. Okay. All right. I'll be right back. Where is it? Father Paulson points to a corner. You see a spool of steel cable. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, that, that'll do nicely. But Believe it or not, I have actually restrained somebody with these kind of things before. I believe it. Father Paulson begins walking up the stairs back towards into the church proper, towards where Gordon originally met him. There is a faint sense of repulsion coming from far away. However far away Father Paulson took the relic, it's not entirely far enough. No one needs to roll. It's He's taken it far enough away that it's not harmful, but you can still feel its presence upon you. He leads you into an empty cinder block room with a wooden door. There is a simple single bed on it very austere furniture father paulson points towards it and says this is what i can offer just great furnishings i love what you did with the place thank you father we bring rosetta over there and we find a chair to have her sit in all right okay here we go oh man yeah this this is bringing me back okay here we go be gentle with her Oh, shut up. It's fine. I, you know, I talk a lot of crap, but I actually do like that little girl. Oh, 
Okay, so he at least admits he talks a lot of crap. All right, Gordon, help me with this. Yep, and I'll help him. As strong as she is, her strength is supernatural, but it is still limited by the flesh of the body it inhabits. What do you wish to do? Uh, What can I roll to figure out how much I would know about what's going on here? Give me intelligence plus occult. That is six successes. Thank you, Shabby. So on six successes, you know quite a lot about Rosetta. So apparently, uh, Rosetta here is possessed by a specter. This vengeful spirit has entered her body, and uh, this spirit's in control. I don't think it's going to stop at anything until we drive it from her, which means we're going to have to meet its ends. Okay, so let me get this straight. We were in there talking to your little Nosferatu buddies for like, what, 10 minutes, 20 minutes? Well, you two argued about whatever those shows were. And in that time, a spirit just decided to come around and take control of her. People, is there, is there somebody specifically fucking with this? Or is this like the whole supernatural gobbledygook that all these damn people around me are always talking about? So this spirit was uh, once human, uh, a mage who lived here in Jamestown. And uh, she, she wants her fetter returned. A what? All right, all right, kid, come on. Out with it. It's been a while. So a fetter is an object that was of uh, great importance to a specter during its mortal life. It was stolen, and the specter seeks out uh, whoever the thief or their bloodline is that's tying them to that. Wait a minute. You're saying that Rosetta's related to somebody from here? Well, it's going to be someone who's related to you. Uh, aren't you here to find Suzanne? Oh, son of a bitch. You gotta be kidding me. That was why Seisha was so weird when I was talking about her earlier. Damn it. Damn it. Hold, hold on a second, guys. I gotta, I gotta look something up. I'll be right back. Okay, while he does that, I'm gonna turn to fa- the father. And I was like, Father, um, I need to get a message to hmm, you-know-who. I'll let him know that we're in investigating now. Did he, by chance, leave any kind of information for me? Any other research or anything on the object we're looking for? Father Paulson looks at Gordon, and the first thing he says is, I have the infrastructure to deliver the messages you seek to Chicago, and I assume it will be relayed to the other parties. I'm told that the work you're doing here is being watched very, very closely. Yes, that's why we need to move along with it as fast as possible. And any information you may have to help us will be helpful. The original cause of your mission, the chalice, it went missing some days ago. Last we heard, it was moved to the Anthropology Center. Are you saying that it was taken from there? I never knew it was in the Anthropology Center. Your knowledge, it seems, is more up-to-date than my own. Do you know anyone at the Anthropology Center? No. Honestly, no. Though, you can see he starts to say something, and then he stops. What do you have to say? You look like you're about to say something. Nothing at all. Something in taken in confidence. Knowledge that I will not share. Wait, what what was that? Uh, I'm going to put my arm over the father and kind of take him over to the side away from everyone and be like, Father, we both know that what's in your confidence is in our confidence. What was it? Father Paulson crosses himself again and says, a police officer sometimes comes to see me. 
he told me that the the chalice he stole whatever liquid was inside of it and brought it to another did he say who he brought it to he he said <laughs> it sounds absurd to tell you this he took it to a dr brianne soniani on the in the chemistry department at the university did he say anything about splitting the liquid up or did he give the entire thing to this doctor the entire thing and what did he expect her to do with it he was just given instructions and following them as far as i know do we do you know who gave him the instructions his his confession was because it was a bribe he accepted to do this did he say who gave him said bribe well no but i assume that the the good doctor must have or her superiors or her allies okay what are you two talking about over there i'm uh, i'll fill you in in a second hold on all right hey tommy you can get a glass of water for me you can go get it yourself old man i'm busy uh, i was just okay i pull out a handkerchief and uh i'll just sort of like dryly wipe at rosetta's like face and just make sure she's sort of like you know, I'm trying to take a little bit of care of her. The, this cop, do you have a name for him? He is extremely reluctant to give you that name. He looks at you and says, I've already said too much. I cannot give you that name. Father, we both know who I work for, and we really don't want them coming down here. And they would be very upset if they knew you were not willing to work with us and that you were withholding information. I assume that you're going to roll some dice here. I'm thinking charisma intimidation, but... Manipulation intimidation? That'd be my guess. That sounds good, too. I'm going to spend my last willpower. Five successes. Father Paulson's face blanches white as the weight of Gordon's threats get his attention. Officer Cedric Hunter, he works for the Jamestown University Police. So he's not even a real cop? You are afraid of nothing, and you definitely misplaced that fear. Let me remind you who you actually work for. Yes, I I remember now. Let's not have this discussion like this again, please. I really hate them. I'll do my best not to let you down. That's good. Okay, let's go back over here to the boys. Okay, so... um, As much as I don't like telling you guys this... I'm going to actually, you know what, Father, can you excuse us for a second? Father Paulson gives a short nod to you, turns around and disappears through the wooden door that leaves to his room. I'm going to watch him leave and make sure he actually goes in his room so he's not listening to us. The door does click shut. Okay, good. Thanks for taking him through the paces there so I didn't have to be mean to him. One second, one second. And I walk up to the door and I slam my fist against it. It is, in fact, closed. You No, I, I want to see if he yelped on the, on the other end, trying to listen. He, he did not. Okay. He is terrified of you right now. Perfect. You have a very willing, molded servant at the moment. <laughs> Good for you. Continue. Sorry, Tommy. Okay. So, um, you guys remember when we were driving over to the motel in the first place? And I mentioned a certain Suzanne to Rosetta? Vaguely. Keep in mind that all of us, Giovanni, are family one way or another. That is what they call you, the family. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, 
Is it so, the family with a big capital F or just a little small F? They want the capital, but I don't think it's there. To me, I'll use the capital. Well, anyway, I mean, they, uh, the Giovanni do have capital, but they don't have the capital that you're talking about. Oh, right. hey, okay. All right, enough, enough. We're not getting sidetracked here. This is important. Okay. We'll see. When I get nervous, I make jokes. And I just yeah, can't. yeah. I know. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, pipe down for a second. Then you can make all the jokes you want. All right. Okay. We'll spit it out. Yes. I'm just waiting on you. Are you going to tell us? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so Gordon, as I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy. Tommy, you can go. You done? Lips shut tight. Yeah, I think he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So clear it. (laughs) You motherfucker. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tommy. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't don't make me do what I did to Francis's face to anybody else here. We don't have time for that. Okay. Seriously. Sure. Well, we got about four or five days to think. Oh boy. Okay, as you're saying, (laughs) just continue. Ignore him. All right. So, Suzanne Giovanni got sent down here to investigate B-Shots. Did she get past the ward? I assume so, because she hasn't been seen outside of here since then. But that doesn't mean that she got past the ward. The ward could have killed her. The ward could have killed her, but I don't know. I, I need to investigate around town to see if other people have seen her yet. I haven't gotten to that yet. But she was here investigating this. Now we're hearing that a vengeful Spectre, if I'm using the right terminology, sorry, this isn't exactly my area of expertise. I like beating people up and making them into spirits, not hanging out with the spirits that I make. Anyway. I think you sound fantastic. Continue. Great. Good to know. Anyway. So, now we're hearing that a vengeful Spectre has entered into Rosetta. Think there's a coincidence here or not? Is Rosetta related to this lady? We're all related in some way. So unless somebody else in the family has been through here and taken this, and I don't know about it, it's got to have been something that Suzanne done. Maybe. And if that's, if somebody else from the family has been through here, that's information they kept from me. And I'm going to need to find out. I totally agree. I think we're going to find this Suzanne. If she's got the object, I mean, to snap that thing into, you know, fix my girl right back up. I know. We don't break it. We give it back. I think we give it to back the spectre. to the ghost. Oh, so right, Jason? It gets the fuck out of here. Exactly. That physical object that a ghost could touch. Yeah, continue. You give it to who it's inhabiting. Come on. This isn't hard. Even I understand this. I mean, Tommy, it, Tommy. It's hard for the old man. We'll leave him be. If you will. Um, when you go into the afterlife... You leave all of your physical objects behind. So maybe we could just talk with the ghosts and understand that, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter how much you work in life and what you do. Uh, it's really about the experiences that you share because those material possessions just can't go with you. Old man, is yeah. this not what you do as a medium? Do you not talk to the spirits? And not only that. I mean, that. I talk to the people. Hey, you know what? But I don't, like, you know, play fetch with a ghost dog, is what I think what we're doing. Go go ahead. Try it right now. Let's see how this goes. Go ahead. Step right up. I I got I told her to sit. That worked. Yeah, it worked so well. Why don't you try talking to it again? Go ahead. Yeah, go go right ahead. I'm just saying if we can talk to the ghost. 
Okay. Maybe we could just say, hey, look, we don't so, got you. So, so we're going to shut you down there <laughs> and say, we got more important business to go over, which is the original reason why we're here, the chalice, was emptied of the liquid that was inside of it and given... Slurped that thing up? I'm sorry? Oh, they just slurped it right up. No, they gave it to some scientists. Gave it to the Sanyani, who she probably drank it. The fuck are you talking about? It looked delicious. Continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that person? Do you know Dr. Sanyani? Well, I have no idea. Then how the hell did you know her name? We just said it. <laughs> We've said it six times. <laughs> are you? Were you eavesdropping on my conversation? With my heightened senses, never. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> sorry. What if they're the same thing? Uh, what if that uh, the missing fluid and this missing fetter are is the missing fetter that we're looking for? Well, that's just disgusting. I was thinking like a rock or a magic wand. Or... I thought it had to be like some kind of solid object. Yeah. Yeah, not a liquid object. Am I right? I haven't. This is your area specialty. Why are you looking at me, kid? Okay, look. Let's just go talk to Suzanne. Let's track her down, or go talk to this doctor. I, I'm she all doesn't know to the doctor. Yeah, she doesn't know that we need this object. Can I can I explain something to you really fast? Okay, you can't it, talk to Suzanne because you don't know where she is. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, we know that missing. We, That's we why have, we got to find her. We had the world's foremost ghost detector over here. Uh, this old man. Yeah. In his crane, his crane could probably find the ghost in like no time. We're not looking for you. A ghost. Got an object of hers. Right, yeah. That's something yeah. emotionally tied I mean, to her? Technically, he is an object of hers. They're all related. What are you calling an object? I'm not touching Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, That's right, don't touch you me. You know, I was so, thinking like a, a scarf or like a, a shiny business card. Do I look like some kind of pervy collector to you? Come on. No, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking we could like bloodhound this thing, you know, I'll... Okay, okay, so if sniff, we can't do that, premonition. if we can't do that, why don't we at the very least go to the college? Wait, wait a second. Can your crane actually do that? Or are you just making this up? I mean, I do you have, have an object? vision about her. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. No, sorry. Don't have anything. Okay, well then, let's go to the college and talk to the doctor. I mean, you think she'll be in office? I was about to say, it's kind of late. I think she'll be there. All right, we can give it a shot. But um, how long hey. do we have left till daylight? Let me check my watch here. Look at my sundial, and we're done. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's about two thirty in the mo- in morning. So I think she'll be there. Yeah, I'd say let's go. Speed yeah. is uh, essential. Absolutely, uh, kid. Do you want to stay here and keep an eye on her? I'll stay here and see what further information I can get. Okay, perfect. Listen, just if that priest comes by, yeah, keep her, keep him away from her. Watch what he does, at least. The less this guy knows, the better. He's tied in with my family, with a capital F. You know, she's part of our family. <laughs> and I think that's really what matters here. And I look at you like my grandson. So if you could just, you know, take good care of her, I'd be great. Isn't he older than you? Tommy's like 19. And I just look at him like my grandson. I didn't say he is. Jason. Yes, his name is Jason. Ah, whatever. Tommy is also 19. No, I'm... (laughs) Hey, guys. We're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by... Josh, playing Clear Visions. Russell, playing Gordon. I am Nick, and I play Jason. And Ben, playing Tommaso.
Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd also love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monster Game Night. Also, while you're there, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your family and friends about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. Hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Night. Night.